Welcome. You're listening to Sunday Sermons from Catalyst Church San Diego, where we want to see our community, city, and world changed by the gospel. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Catalyst Church and Principe de Paz. What a beautiful combined service. It's so good to see all of your faces. It's exci- this is exciting for me. This is something I, I, I wanted. I wanted us to get a combined service together. And what better day than a good Friday as we remember the cross, as we remember how, how the Lord just, uh, just took on our penalty and changed our lives because of the cross. And as we uh, gather together, remember Good Friday, the day our Lord gave his life. We remember the words from the cross. It is finished. Todo ha terminado. A couple of you said, whoa. (laughs) I want to welcome everyone, including our brothers and sisters from Principe de Paz. Bienvenidos, hermanos y hermanas en Cristo. Although we all gather on Sundays and we gather two different times in two different language languages. We're all one family, brought together by our Lord Jesus Christ and saved by him. Somos una familia, unidad por nuestro Señor Jesucristo y salvados en él. Growing up, I, 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 have, I love my parents. I was blessed with two amazing parents. They are awesome. Uh, but they had a secret language. And I don't know if you know, but whenever they wanted to tell something that the kids would not understand, they switched to Spanish. <laughs> so like, I kind of grew up learning, okay, that's the adult language. And I, I, boy, I, I, and my grandparents would get frustrated with me. My grandparents, they would, um, they would try. They would try to teach me Spanish, and I would just... It, they might, they just get frustrated. And then I, one day I saw my grandfather and I said, Grandpa, I can speak Spanish. Look, Coca-Cola. <laughs> but, uh, it's funny how quick you learn Spanish when it comes to food. It didn't take me long to, long to learn carne asada burrito. Learn what that is real quick. But what's amazing that no matter... Uh, no matter where you are, no matter the culture that you're, that you're, no matter the language that you're speaking, no matter the culture that you grow up in, no matter where you are in the world, there's certain things that are true about everyone. No matter the language you say it in, people understand that there is something wrong in the world and that there is something wrong inside their hearts. And no matter where you are in the world, no matter what language you say it in, no matter what culture, there are people everywhere who need salvation from God that only comes through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In case you didn't know, Jesus didn't speak English. Jesus didn't speak Spanish, although I've been practicing it this week and I feel like it's a heavenly language. I do. But Jesus was a a Jewish man living in a Jewish culture, speaking to a Jewish people. And yet what amazing is that that he stayed pretty much within the same area. What's amazing is that his message goes beyond culture and speaks to the hearts of people everywhere. No matter what language you say it in, his message 
touches your heart. And people everywhere need a message from God. I, my seminary professor used to say, people come, they're coming to your church, they don't want to hear you, they want to hear a message from God. People need a message from God. And there is no greater message from God than the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. About 700 years before Jesus, actually is where we'll be today, the prophet Isaiah. Prophet Isaiah received a message from God about a rejected, suffering servant. And he sees Isaiah, he saw this, this Messiah figure in the future, this, this uh, suffering servant who would come. And he describes him in a chapter of the book of Isaiah, chapter 53. So if you have their Bibles, uh, they'll be in the, on the screen. I'm actually going to read in English and in Spanish. So if you're a praying people, I hope you are. Pray for me. Well, I'll be reading uh, from Isaiah 53, and we'll be verses 3 to 5. In Isaiah 53, verse 3. He, now the he there, Isaiah is speaking about the future coming Messiah. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised. And we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses. And he carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. Fue despreciado y rechazado, rechazado, oh boy. Hombro de dolores, conocedor de dolor más profundo. Nosotros le dimos la espalda y desviamos la mirada. Fue despreciado y no nos importó. Sin embargo, fueron nuestras, nuestras debilidades las que él cargó. Fueron nuestros dolores los que lo agobiaron. Y pensamos que sus dificultades eran un castigo de Dios. Un castigo por sus propios pecados. Pero él fue traspasado por nuestras rebeliones. Y aplastado por nuestros pecados. Fue golpeado para que nosotros estuviéramos en paz. Fue azotado para que pud pudiéramos ser sanados. May God bless the reading of his word. Dios bendiga la lectura de su palabra. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. Lord, God, we just, we thank you, God, on this Good Friday. God, that you showed your love on a cross. God, I pray, Lord, that, the, that we, our hearts would be open today, Lord, as we learn from your word. 
Thank you, God, for your grace, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a couple of things I want us to see about as, as Isaiah sees this, this coming suffering servant. There's things that he sees about him. First, that he's rejected. Jesus was the rejected suffering servant. Why? To take on our sins. Jesus was the rejected suffering servant to take on our sins. The prophet says this about the coming Messiah. He says, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. And the Bible predicts that the Messiah, when the, the, the Messiah, when he comes, he would be someone who would be rejected by his own people. Isaiah says that this, that this Messiah that's going to come, he's a suffering servant who will be despised and rejected. He'd be like someone that people turn away from. He'd be someone we don't value. And it's interesting as Isaiah is writing this, who to think who the we is. Who's the audience that Isaiah is writing to? He's writing to the people of Israel. He's saying, we, the people of Israel, will reject our Messiah. And in fact, for Jesus to fulfill the prophecy of the Messiah, the Messiah would be someone that the nation of Israel would reject. Well, we do believe that one day the nation of Israel will come to their Messiah. And you can hear in the, in the New Testament, kind of the apostles wrestling with this. You see this in, in John. John talks about this in John 1, verses 10 to 11. He's, he's dealing with this question about the Messiah and, and the rejection. Verse 10, he, Jesus, was in the world, and the world was created through him. Yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Vino al mismo mundo que él había criado, pero el mundo no lo reconoció. Vino a los de su propio pueblo, y hasta ellos lo rechazaron. He came to his own people, and the and his own people rejected him. But even bigger than his own people, he came to a world that he created, that he spoke into being, a world created through him, and a world that rejects him. And truly, his own people and the world still value who he still fail to value the one who created them. Not only did his people reject him, they also mocked him. The prophet, as Isaiah is looking at this, he's saying, we regarded him stricken, struck down by God. And as he hung on the cross, it says in Matthew 27, verse 39, that people who are, who are passing by, they're yelling insults at him. They're shaking their heads. They're telling him, if you are the son of God, come down from the cross. Si eres el hijo de Dios, Sálvate a ti mismo y bájate de la cruz. They were wondering why. 
You picture this. They're wondering why this this man, this man who was so who was so powerful, this man who did who did so much that he could save others. Why doesn't he save himself? Why doesn't he save himself? Yet, on this side of the cross, we know why he wasn't saving himself. He didn't save himself that he he chose not to save himself so that he could save you, he could save me. He can save all of us for all who put their faith in him through the cross. And the prophet says he bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. That cross represents him bearing our sicknesses, him carrying our pains. It's interesting to interesting to learn what what sickness is. I was, you know, we've just been through like three years of pandemic sickness. Tired of sickness, but a person can get sick when something enters the, the when the body gets infected with a disease. It's kind of like this invader that comes in, and it's they call it like a disease causing pathogen. It's it's like a virus or bacteria or something comes into the body. And what it does, it, once, it, once it enters the body, it starts, it starts beginning to multiply and it starts to begin to cause damage to tissues and to organs inside of the body. And it can, range, it can lead to a whole range of symptoms of like fevers and coughing, etc. But you could picture this, this sickness coming in, invading and multiplying and destroying the things, the organs that are inside. And in the same way, there's a sickness within humanity, a spiritual sickness, a sickness that is sin. And when you fall, it, when, when you fall into sin, it enters into the, into the body and it starts to multiply and you start this spiritual death is formed inside and you just, you are just, sin is man's greatest problem. Everyone deals with this. We've all faced this spiritual death inside of us, this sin that's multiplied and starting to, de- starting to corrode the heart and starts to make you hardened and all these sins. Sin is man's greatest problem, but Christ is God's greatest cure. And Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is powerful enough to cure Everyone who comes to him. It says in 1 John 2, 2, that he himself, Jesus, is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. El mismo es el sacrificio que pagó por nuestros pecados. Y no solo los nuestros, sino también Los de todo el mundo. Jesus, he lives a perfect life. A perfect life without sin. He's the only one powerful enough to carry on your sins and my sins and the sins of the entire world. 
And any time you, you sit and you, you think, oh my gosh, what did that person do? And what did that person do? And what did that person do? That's a sin that our, our Lord carried. And it is a sin that he is powerful enough to carry. And he is powerful to save. Imagine a parent, a parent who, you know, they love their child deeply. And, they, and what, what their child does is their child breaks something of value. It's, it's so valuable that the child could never pay for it. And now the parent could, could discipline the, the child, but instead chooses to take on the punishment for themselves. They say, say, you know what, I'm going to pay for that. You can, never, you can never pay for that. That's so valuable. I'm going to take it and I'm going to pay for it. That's a small example to talk about the punishment that our Lord, taking on the entire world's sin on the cross, a punishment that we could never pay. Our Lord stepped into our place and our time to pay a price that we couldn't pay so that you and I could be free. Jesus was the rejected suffering servant to take on our sins. And Jesus was the rejected suffering servant to bring us peace and healing. Bring us peace and healing. In verse 5, Isaiah 53, says, But he, the Messiah, Jesus, was pierced, because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him. We are healed by his wounds. He was pierced because of our rebellion. Pero él fue traspasado por nuestras rebeliones. The prophet predicts the cross before the cross was ever a punishment, before it's ever a thing. The prophet sees this, that the Messiah is going to come, and the Messiah is going to be pierced. And he takes on our punishment on the cross, piercing his hands and his feet, and his side gets pierced. And every pound of the nail into his flesh was a testimony of the love of God for people. It's a testimony of the love of God for you and for me. Second Corinthians, he says, he made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Pues Dios hizo que Cristo, quien nunca pecó, fuera la ofrenda por nuestro pecado para que nosotros pudiéramos estar en una relación correcta con Dios por medio de Cristo. It's because of the cross that you and I can have the righteousness of God. That is an incredible news. That's incredible. That God would love you so much. He wants you to be righteous. And he says, you know what? I, I can't. They can't do that on their own. Let's step into their place. 
so they can have the righteousness of God. And it's because of the cross that you and I can find healing. When you read through the Gospels, you see Jesus, and he's, he's, Jesus in his ministry is constantly, he's healing people. He, is, he, he goes, there's this incredible power within him that even with just, a, just this small amount of faith, if I just touch the hem of his garment, the, I can be healed. And power is just coming out of him, and that power was not just to, just to show us a physical healing. That power shows us that you and I today, when we reach out to Christ, this person on the inside can be healed. Peter quotes Isaiah, the the prophet that we've been talking about. He quotes it in 1 Peter 2.24 when he says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, so that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Él mismo cargó nuestros pecados sobre su cuerpo en la cruz, para que nosotros podamos estar muertos al pecado y vivir para para lo que es recto. Por sus heridas son sanados. They say that when a person is, is healed from a disease, their body is restored to, to a healthy state. We picture like this sickness coming in, and it comes in like an invader. The, the body's infected with this disease, and it's coming in, and it's, it's attacking. It's attacking organs. It's attacking things inside of the body. And sometimes what happens is the natural mechanisms on the inside, the things that would fight those off, They're not strong enough to fight it. They aren't enough. The body's just gotten too weak, and it can't fight off the disease that's coming in, and it needs help. And you need an outside treatment, like you need need medicine, or you need rest, or you need uh, hydration, you need good nutrition. And when you're finally healed, you can... You feel improved. You've got a greater sense of well-being. And listen, being a Christian doesn't mean that life will be easy. Doesn't mean that everything's going to always go my way. But what it does mean on the inside that you are healed. You're a new person. The old is gone. The new has come. And it's not because of anything you did. It's not because I tried really hard to be a good person and I was just trying to follow all the rules and I was trying to do everything the pastor told me to do. No. Because that sickness on the inside just made you too weak. Couldn't fight it. But there was someone who was strong enough to fight off that sickness and heal you, and bring you to him, and give you the righteousness of God through the cross. By his wounds, you are healed. By his wounds, you are healed.
por sus heridas son sanados. Jesus is a rejected suffering servant, but he was willing to be rejected, to take on our sins, to take your sins and my sins. And he's rejected to bring us healing so that all who put their faith in Jesus Christ today can know what it is to live in the righteousness of God. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Sermons from Catalyst Church San Diego. If you're in the San Diego area, we would love for you to visit us. Our church is at 6038 Cumberland Street in San Diego, California. We meet every Sunday for our worship service at 1030 a.m. You can reach us anytime by visiting our website at catalystchurchsd.org or emailing us at info at catalystchurchsd.org.